0: For Ear, Dalid Ear, Tzaddik, his praise two hundred eighty nine. I once heard the Rebbe say, I am a new container full of old wine. Avot four seven. Among his papers there was the following, written in his own handwriting. I am the elder of the side of holiness, who reveals things which the ancient of days concealed. two hundred ninety. I heard him say I can now say all the sages of Israel are to me as the skin of a garlic, except that in my case there is no apart from and a mere half-statement I don't want to make. It was Ben Azai who said all the sages of Israel are to me as the skin of a garlic, apart from this bold one, B'chorot 58a. The Rebbe was saying that he too was in a position to say such a thing, except that in his case there was no apart from, there was no other sage who could begin to compare with him. Understand this. It would appear from what he said that something more was involved for him in this regard, but he could not make the statement completely and he therefore did not wish to make it at all. Editor's Note Rabbi Nachman said to Rabbi Lippa, Take a good look at me. If you are wondering why I don't say this to them, pointing to rab and rab it is because they are always looking at me. He also said to Rablipa, You see me now. Be sure to see me on Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe said, When someone comes to me, as soon as I see him, I know everything about him, from his hat down to his feet. During one of the Rebbe's journeys, the man in whose home the Rebbe took lodging came to him complaining that he did not earn enough of a living. Rebbe Nachman pitied him greatly because the innkeeper was very poor and had a number of daughters to marry off. Afterwards, a miracle happened to this man. A wealthy lord took lodging in his home. While there, he lost a wallet full of money. The innkeeper found it and immediately returned it. Later, the Lord's wallet went missing again. Upset by his bad fortune, the Lord left for home without his money. Soon afterwards, the innkeeper found it. With the money, the man married off his daughters and provided for his family. Editors note, from this story one can understand that it is necessary to relate one's difficulties and troubles to a Torah scholar. It also brings to light the power Tzaddikim have for evoking God's compassion. And this is all that is required in order for a person to be saved. His Wisdom 126 On Saturday night, right after Shabbos Shuvah 5570, 1809, the Rebbe spoke about the Mashiach. It is a well-known fact that many people were saying that the Mashiach would come that year, but the Rebbe did not agree with this. The Rebbe said, When the Mashiach is ready to come, more than one person will cry out about faith. Many tzaddikim will raise their voices, just as I do today. They will scream until they tear out their throats. And it will not help. Regarding the Messianic age, it is written, And it will be, that he who is left in Zion, and he who remains in Jerusalem, holy shall be said to him. Isaiah 4.3 The Talmud teaches that the angels will will chant holy, holy, holy before the tzaddikim, just as they do before God. Bavabatra 75b, see Isaiah 6.3 This means just what it says, that tzaddikim who remain faithful before the coming of the Mashiach will deserve this and much more. So difficult will it be to remain firm in faith and not be misled by everyone's mistaken beliefs in the pre-Messianic era. At that time, there will be many spurious religious leaders, a group such as ours, in which people gathered together thirsting for God's word, certainly will no longer exist. There will remain some truly religious individuals, but they will be very widely scattered. The Rebbe then quoted the verse, write this as a record in a book, Exodus 17:14. In days to come, let people know that there was one who already predicted this. See his wisdom number 35 and number 220. Then they will know and be encouraged in their faith in God and the truths the of the alphabet book. Immoral behavior: A, four, having sexual relations with a non-Jewess is like intermarrying. Five, fragrances increase a man's desire. Six, when the daughter of a Kohen marries a regular Jew, Israelite, or when the daughter of a Torah scholar marries a bore, the marriage will not go well. She will either be widowed or divorced or childless. He will bury her, or she will bury him, or else she will bring him to poverty and shame. 7. It is particularly repugnant when an old man behaves immorally. In the end, he will come to look upon himself with disgust. 8. There are seven who are like outcasts, one of them being a man who has no wife. 9. A person can distance himself from lustful desire only by distancing the desire from his eyes and thoughts. 10. Don't enter into arguments and counter-arguments with temptation. Allowing an immoral thought to linger in the mind, even in order to reject it, strengthens its attraction and wins one over to it. 1. Lesson number 69. The Gravity of the Prohibition Against Stealing 1. The prohibition against stealing is extremely grave. For when a person steals someone else's money, he thereby robs him of his children. That is, the robber takes the victim's children. If the victim does not yet have children, the robber can steal from him so that he will not have children in the future. And even if the victim already has children, the robber can inflict harm upon him such that his children will die, God forbid, as a result of his stealing money from him. 2. As a result of stealing from another person, the robber comes to lustful thoughts. This is because the robber feels an attraction and a desire for the wife of his victim through the money that he took from him. 3. In addition, the robber can sometimes lose his own wife as a result of his theft, and the robber can steal the wife of the person he steals from. 4. It is also possible for a person to possess stolen money, even though he has not actively stolen anything. The explanation of this is that through the coveting, desiring, and craving alone which he has for someone else's money, he can also in effect steal from him. This is the severe prohibition you shall not covet, Exodus 20.14, Deuteronomy 5.18. The coveting itself is an extremely grave prohibition, because coveting also has the power to rob someone else's money and the souls of his sons and daughters, just as when one actually steals. 5. By giving charity, a person can rectify stolen money that is in his possession, that is, money that he stole through the sin of coveting. However, money that he literally stole has no rectification until he returns what he has stolen. Alternatively, if he stole from the public, in which case it is impossible to return what was taken from each person, he should use the stolen money for general public needs, as our sages of blessed memory taught. Beza 29a 6. Our sages taught, If a person sees that his livelihood is meager, let him turn it into charity. Gitten 7a This is because through charity a person rectifies any improprieties in his money so that he will have ample wealth and livelihood. 7. A person who marries a woman for her money is an imbecile and a fool and he mars and destroys his powers of understanding. As a result, he will have unworthy children as our sages of blessed memory taught. Kedushim 7. The Master of Prayer At that time, there was a powerful hurricane which threw the whole world into confusion. It transformed sea into dry land, and dry land into sea, desert into inhabited land, and inhabited land into desert. The entire world was thus turned upside down. When this hurricane struck the king's palace, it did not do any damage. However, when the storm struck, it carried away the child of the queen's daughter. In the middle of the panic caused when the beautiful child was carried away, the queen's daughter ran after it. The king and queen also pursued They became scattered, and no one knows where they are. The rest of us were not there at the time, since each of us had gone up to his place to renew his power. When we returned, we could not find them. The hand was also lost at that time. Since that time, we became scattered, and none of us can go to his place to renew his power. The whole world was turned upside down and thrown into confusion. Where all the places were exchanged, the sea becoming dry land and the like. It is certainly impossible now to go up on the original paths. Now that places have been altered and exchanged, we need different paths. Therefore, we are no longer able to return to the places where we renew our powers. Nevertheless, the trace that remains with each of us is still very great. Now, if this warrior is the king's mighty warrior, he is certainly a very great warrior. Year 1, letter number 153. With thanks to God, Friday, of Shabbat, the Ten Days of Repentance, 5595 I arrived yesterday evening and found your letter. It uplifted me tremendously, but I am still terribly pained that you have not yet recuperated. Rabbi Yitzhak became ill a few weeks before Rosh Hashanah and was still sick nearly three weeks later. I hope to God that you will soon have relief. He does not stay at odds forever, but He afflicts and then He heals. For God's sake, fortify yourself. Push yourself to get rid of your downheartedness any way you can. May the Master of Compassion have mercy on you, and may he cheer you with his salvation. May you quickly recover your strength, and may everything turn into good, and may you be sealed for a good, long, and peaceful life. There is a lot going on here right now. It is also time for prayers, and the carrier of this letter is in a rush. Please write me on Sunday too, God willing, and also after that, because I wait all day just to hear good news from you. May God have compassion on us, and let us hear gladness and joy from you soon. The words of your father, praying for you. Nassan of Breslov I gave two gold coins as a redemption for you to our friend and teacher Rebutal, May his light shine. Letter number 154 With thanks to God, Erev Kipper 5595 My dear beloved son, there are tears in my eyes as I write, and I think about your anguish at not being able to be with us this past Rosh Hashanah. You can be absolutely sure, though, that this too is really for the best. God's ways are very, very exalted, and His thoughts are extremely deep. Just now, God had the carrier of this letter, my friend Reb Isaac, may his light shine, present himself at my house. This was one of God's wonders too, as He will tell you. Please, my dear son, be sure to write me about how you are right after Yom Kippur. May the Master of Compassion forgive your sins, may He cure your illness, and may you recover completely. Our Rabbi said, Nadarim 41a, A person doesn't recover from illness until all his sins have been forgiven. How much more does this apply to you, who have also gone through Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Without a doubt, all your sins have been forgiven, and you can walk in God's ways from now on. May you fortify yourself in devotion and Torah any way you can, And rejoice and be happy over God's salvation. May you be sealed for a good long life and for peace. The words of your father praying for you. Nassim's Letters, Year 2. Letter number 389. With thanks to God, Monday, Chukat 5602, Uman. Greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Along with all his children, may they live. You should know, my precious son, that I arrived here in Uman yesterday around midday. Thank God who has brought me to this point. This is my reward for all my toil, that I merit time after time to be here at such a holy, awesome gravesite, and to know about the light which is stored away there. What can I give back to God for all the good He has done for me? I already merited to be there at the holy gravesite today. May the Master of Compassion hear our cry and see our yearning for true salvation. For the sake of His name, may He cause us to walk in His statutes and to keep his commandments, and may he remove the heart of stone from within us. Let us rejoice and be happy over his salvation. I spent last Shabbat Torah reading Korach in Sade Lavan, Bielo about 50 miles south of Kiev. Except for one time when I was passing through on my way to Chernobyl in 1819, and then it was only very briefly, I had never been there. But this time I stayed there from Friday until this past Monday. Not many people from the town came to see me, only my relatives and in-laws and a few local people. But with God's kindness, the Shabbat passed peacefully and quite honorably. My lodgings were very good and my host raised some money for me. May God help us to understand hints from all this to truly draw close to him. You too, and all of us, are obligated to glean hints from everything that we hear and see happening in the world for everything is intended to call us to draw closer to God, as is written in the lesson at the end of two years' remembrance, in Lekutei Moran 1, Also, last Sunday, when I was staying in Sadelavan, God had it that our friends, Reb Ephraim from Kermenshug and Reb Abba, the son of Reb Shmuel from Cherin, suddenly arrived at my lodgings. They were passing through on their way to Bredichev, where they were going in connection with a marriage arrangement, and they were very happy to see me. I spoke a few words of Torah, in particular regarding faith. I mentioned briefly about what is written in the lesson Blow the Shofar 2, Likutei Muharan 2, 5, about how it is necessary to cry out from the depths of the heart, as in from the depths I called you, Lord, in order to reach the water from which holy faith springs. For on that same day, just a short time earlier, the following holy words, which I heard from the Rebbe's holy mouth when he revealed this awesome lesson, enter deep, deep into my heart. It is necessary to break through and to find the water from which faith springs. How can I express to you, my dear son, the flash of understanding that I have in my heart about this? It is impossible to explain it, either in writing or orally, especially in this context. How great are God's deeds! How great are the kindnesses that He has so abundantly bestowed upon us in this generation! If God had not been with us to send and sent us a rescuer and true Rav such as this, we would have already perished in our destitution. Your kindness to us has been great, and you have rescued us from the depths of hell. Elisha ben Avuya, Elisha, father of Rabbi Yishmol, Kohen Gadol. Elisha, father of Rabbi Yishmol, friend of Rabbi Akiva. Elisha, father of Rabbi Yose, Elisha, father of Rabbi Yehoshua. Elisha Baal Kanafayim, Rabbi Alachsa, Rabbi Alexandra, Rabbi Alexandri. Rabbi Alexandri bar Chigri, Rabbi Alexandri Ditsiduki, El Natan, Rabbi Eli Hazaken, Rabbi Eli, Rabbi Eli ben Elazar. Another version, Rabbi Elii ben Elisha, Rabbi Eli bar Berachia. Another version, Rabbi Elazar bar Berichia. Rabbi Eli bar Menachem, Elazar Shahaya al Haparochet, Rabbi Elazar ben Charsum, Rabbi Elazar ben Hanania ben Chizkiya ben Gurion, Rabbi Elazar For ben Arach. Prayers. One prayer number one thirty eight two twenty six. Master of the world, guardian of your nation, the Jewish people, forever, guard us and rescue us so that we will feel no attraction at all to melodies of wailing and depression that the wicked sing the majority of the time, melodies that people are generally attracted to. Have compassion on us, guard us and rescue us from them. You know how much damage and how many blemishes the wicked cause with their melodies, how much these melodies harm worthy Jews. The Shabbat transforms melodies of grief to songs of joy. Have compassion on us in the power and merit of the true tzaddikim. Help us and guard us at every moment so that we will be rescued from those melodies. Help us always make our souls joyful with holiness and purity through melodies and songs of joy that draw our heart to serve you, to learn your Torah, and to be truly close to your tzaddikim. Help us draw on the power of the true tzaddikim to elevate all the melodies of the wicked, by means of the holiness of the Shabbat. Give us the power to elevate and transform these melodies to joy by singing them on the Holy Shabbat. May the merit of the Holy Shabbat shield us, so that these melodies will have no power to draw down depression, grief, and mourning, heaven forbid. To the contrary, may we purify these melodies, elevate them, and transform them from grief and mourning to joy. May we come close to you and be drawn after you and rejoice. May we race like a runner on the path to go in your ways and learn your Torah in order to fulfill your commandments. May we be attached to you and be connected to you and your true tzaddikim in truth and faith with a firm and strong connection forever. You are filled with compassion. You are the joy of Israel. Have compassion on us, guard us, and rescue us always at every moment from every type of depression and from everything that leads to depression, grief, and mourning, heaven forbid. In your compassion, purify us. Bring about events, so that gladness and joy, strength and delight will always be drawn unto us, for we have trusted in your holy, mighty, and awesome name. Let us rejoice in your salvation. In particular, on the Shabbat and festivals, grant us your vast, great mercy, graciousness, and kindness, so that we will always rejoice on them, as is fitting to rejoice on such holy days. I will exult and rejoice in your kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You have known the troubles of my soul. I will rejoice and be delighted in you. I will sing to your supernal name. May I increase songs and praises on the Shabbat and festivals with great joy and delight, with a voice of gladness and joy, with melodies of cheer and elation, without any trace of depression, worry, or bitterness whatsoever. Satisfy us from your goodness. Give our soul joy in your salvation and purify our heart to truly serve you. May every Jew realize the verses, My soul will exult in Hashem, rejoice in His salvation. I will sing to Hashem with my life. I will sing out to my God with my being. May my speech be sweet to Him. I will rejoice in Hashem. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. Amen, Selah.